welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding Conscious Relationships. Let's get really high level on this. Let's go beyond kind of this almost like fairy tale projection of perfection that we sometimes seem to place on the term conscious relationship. And let's dive into what it can be. I mean, really and truly, there is such potential here. I've seen it in workshops, in retreats. I've witnessed it in doing sacred union work and work with the sacred feminine, the sacred masculine, and what comes about in sacred sexuality and these areas and this conversation of really try to bring some of the, I don't know, some of the different practices. We do a couple of different practices. The final practice at the very end is one of my favorites. Plus it's just a really hilarious story about um, Stav and I in a fight and what I did during the fight uh, to bring us into conscious relationships. So I think that was a really fun way to kind of weave everything together. So you don't want to miss the ridiculous story um, and also the really powerful practice that I share at the end. There's a few other practices woven into the conversation, a couple of questions at the end um, that I think are so incredibly relevant to the things that we're facing and the challenges we're facing today. Uh, and I just love the energy of this conversation. It was alive, held on our YouTube channel and our Instagram actually. Um, so yeah, just has a very fun vibe. Stav's there live. Stav has never been on a live, I mean, maybe years ago, but hasn't for a long time. And so he was there live. It's his birthday today, that the day that this is getting released, um, the day the live was. Also, I'll share this little bit with you. Today is the last day to get on, in on Rewilding Your Relationships, the program that I've been talking about that inspired this conversation, um, the program that, actually, I won't go into any of that stuff uh, in this moment, but here's a little sneaky inside scoop. So you know how I always give y'all a little extra in the audio podcast. Here's the little sneaky inside scoop. The program... The timer will run out at midnight on the 31st, which is today, the day that this is being released. However, it will stay up until the 1st. So it's just our kind of little way of kind of keeping the door open for anyone who just missed the deadline for rewilding your relationships. And here's, if you listen to this conversation in the month of, September 2022 has to be September 2022 and you're like I really want to do rewilding your relationships but the door is shut like it's past the first it's past the little sneaky window but I really want to do this if you're listening to this in September of 2022 and you're like I really feel called to this send us an email um, support at rewilding for women or support at Sabrina Lynn both emails um will be answered and responded to um, and we'll we'll get you in the door we'll we'll sneak you in the back door uh, but has to be in September of 2022 okay um, that's it uh, just enjoy get everything that you can out of this episode all right enjoy I would love for us all to take a big deep breath like a big deep breath so when we do lives when I come on live to me it's like we get to in this weird, wild way of being on social media in public, we get to step into sacred space together. It, it's, it, we do, we can. It's just turning the dial, right? It's turning the dial and going, okay, I'm stepping into sacred space. I'm stepping into like temple space. I want to talk from up here. I really want us to be able to altered state of consciousness, higher vibration, uh, bigger ways of seeing things, higher levels of seeing things. I really want to move us up here. It takes a little bit of effort, especially when we're on public, but when you all put the effort in, it literally weaves a different space for us. That's just how that stuff works, right? And we're co-creating, we're live. Like your juju is weaving into this space. It is. So if just for this quick moment, 
you could just open your heart for a quick second, send some really good shit to our spaces, right? If you're on YouTube or you're on Instagram live, or you're watching a replay, doesn't matter. Just send some really good juju, right? Open your heart and send some really good stuff around. Like what if you were to do that and what it does, you're, you think you're sending good juju, right? You think you're opening your heart and sending really good, like good vibes our way. What if in that, what you're actually doing is opening up to receive something that you may not have received in this conversation had you not opened to that degree. So it's like a double-edged sword. You're doing two things. One, you're raising the vibration of our space, bringing us up to a higher level so we can have a different kind of a conversation because it's all interweaving. And two, you're also sorting out your own system and now you can hold that intention. So if the first intention was open your heart, send some really good juju. Now the second intention is to just like lean back and receive, receive, receive that which is meant for you, right? It's not just like willy nilly receiving everything. It's not, it's not without boundaries or without discernment, but to just sit back and go, okay, I'm going to drink in everything that was meant for me. And maybe it's just a feel good, right? Maybe it's not like, the biggest epiphany around relationships that comes for you. Maybe it's, fuck, I actually just feel good hanging out in Sabrina's temple space. I actually just feel good being in a space where there's a bunch of people who are holding a higher vibration than say reading the news, right? Maybe that's what this is for you. So let this gift you. Just, just let it gift you, right? Let it, like if you're feeling sick, let the goodness like right into wherever in your body needs good healing stuff, right? If there's a stuckness in your life, like I'm here because my relationship is struggling. Let the good juju pour right into the relationship. So let this conversation gift you, let it gift you beyond words, right? This is mystical fucking madness. It's a mystical madness. It's the unseen realms. It's way beyond the words that we're talking about. The words are like, 3% of what this is and what this can be together over the next, I don't know, who knows how long we'll go, maybe 50 minutes, maybe 45, I don't know. Um, so let's talk conscious relationship. First, I wanna say, let's have this conversation from a standpoint of being much more um, open to what relationship means. So it's not just intimate relationship, partner relationship, yes, totally included. But let's also go, okay, what if, what if all of my relationships in my life went to the next level? What if they all became more conscious? And, and, and feel into this word, and we'll define conscious relationship in a minute, but feel into conscious. They become more conscious. What, what happens there? And I would love to hear your chats. Like I would love to hear, like throw some comments in the chat room. Right? Throw some comments. What the hell does conscious relationship mean to you? Because I'm going to give us some words and some things to feel into around conscious relationship, but it's really, what is it for you? What, what is it for you? And so think about how does it make you feel? So for me, conscious relationship, there's words that come to mind and words like, I get to be true. Like conscious relationship to me is being true, being fully me. Conscious relationship to me, there's a sacredness to it, right? It, there's also like a sacred, when I think of conscious relationship, I think of, of sacredness. I think of next level relationship. I think of pioneering into something new, you know, something beyond the, the old traditional ways of, of relating. I think of conscious relationship. I think of unconditional love versus love with conditions, right? I, sovereignty. I love that. Sovereignty, but total connection. Can you feel how this is getting into mystical madness? We're gonna start to open up these doors and I'm gonna start to probably fuck with the wiring in your brain because this is not right or wrong, good or bad, black or white. This is like all, both and, everything weaving together, sovereign and totally connected, right? Healthy boundaries, but all is one. If this is this, all of it exists at the same time. We, our brain doesn't like it. Our left brain, logical brain, just like, kind of like poops its pants, right? I'm gonna read some of these other, uh, just some of these authenticity. Um, consciousness means I'm not running on subconscious programs that aren't true. I love that one, um, to be fully present. Um, conscious relationship, I say yes to these relationships. I'm trying to look here on. 
taking off the masks, right? That's like that truth piece. Um, sharing the all raw feelings without fear of judgment. Ah, yes. Okay, we could keep going there, but I'm not going to. Um, let's see. So now feel into for you, right? I know we've just shared a little bit and you keep sharing if you feel to, but feel into for you, like of the words that got shared either in the chat or the words that I was kind of throwing out, but feel into for you, like the most beautiful, pristine, fulfilling. And when I say these, it doesn't mean that relationships aren't challenging. So let's not get fairy tale delusional here. There's a part I want to smash about that too in a minute. Let's not get fairy tale delusional here. Everything in life, life is challenging. And so this isn't about like, oh, I'm fairy tailing my way into conscious relationship. I think we do that a lot. We literally create some weird fairy tale. But really feeling into, okay, what does fulfilling relationship look like to me? What does supportive relationship look like to me? For me, some of the things that come up, it's open, honest conversation. Like honest, being real. Taking off the masks, I love that. I love that word. Um, for me, it's also like a level of <laughs> um, taking care of each other, but not compromising self in order to take care of other, it, right? There's like this, it's like walking a fine line. I use this analogy a lot, but it's like walking a tightrope. You don't wanna be too far over here where we're totally, um, individual, we're totally on our own, we're, we're like selfish, right? We're, we're totally selfish, I'm sovereign. And I think for some of us, we go through this phase in our lives, like hands up um, or leave a note if you've gone through that in your life where that's just been part of your growth path, part of your, and you might be in it right now. So let's, let's talk about this too, is sometimes part of our growth path and part of how we end up um, getting out of codependent patterns and codependent tendencies and just old ways of relating that we picked up on as a kid or in our teens or just absorbed conditioning around relationships. Sometimes what we actively have to do is we actively have to kind of pull out of relationship and be really independent and really sovereign and really selfish for a while. And I know, I know that some of you are here on the live or in this conversation and that's where you're at and that's fucking beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. I also know that some of you are, <laughs> let's say that there's three ways of being in relationship, right? There's a billion, but let's just use this framework. So if that's one, one is like, it is really truth. And this is something, this is a really beautiful practice for all of us to do as I talk about this. So you feel what's true for you, right? Like sort of truth. You gotta be really, really honest with yourself. Just get fucking honest, right? You don't have to share it. You can if you want, but you don't have to share it, but share it with yourself, like own it. This is the only way that we ever get what we want. It's the only way that we'll ever create what we're really truly desiring is going, okay, is it totally fucking true for me in the deepest depths of my being from why self? So if you're gonna step into why self, I always talk about like, Move into your wise woman, your wise man, your wise person, like wise, 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 wise elder. So lean into that, feel into that aspect, and then ask that aspect within you. We've all got that aspect. Just lean into it. Ask the question, is it truest for me to be alone right now? Is it truest for me to be on my own, not in intimate relationship, maybe not even in like deep community? Is it is it totally true? Is that what is the highest and the best for me right now? And you can ask it about family relationships. Is it truest for me to live far away from my family? Is, it, is that the most supportive, highest thing? Don't ask your inner child. Don't ask the teenage psycho pants in you. We all have a teenage psycho pants, right? You don't ask those parts of self. You ask the part of self that is like wisdom soul self right? Deep, wise self, wise self. It's like that wise self that just doesn't take shit, right? Just owns, owns truth. I did this conversation on like the dangerous old woman, right? And you can feel like just, you, you just do not give a shit anymore. This is the truth of things. Like wise elder energy. We've all got it. So lean into that and just ask, is it true? 
greatest for me, highest and best, is this what is most serving me, is to be alone. And if it is, own it, right? Own it. That's it. And you can still work on relationships when you're alone. You can still create conscious relationships when you're alone, when you're not in like deep friendships or enmeshed in family patterns or in an intimate relationship. I have done probably as much, if not more, work around my own relationship ways when I've been on my own, as, as I've been in relationships. So just be honest about it, whatever it is. Okay, so here's second form, that's one form. And if that's true, heck yeah. Second form, you feel into that wise aspect of self and you go, okay, I'm in a relationship, right? There's three forms, in a relationship that's not serving, independent on your own, and I know that we're kind of doing this like geared towards partnership or geared towards intimate relationship, but you can use it with your family. You can use it with friendships. You can use it with community. You use these same three questions. I'm in a community and it doesn't fit who I am anymore. It doesn't fit. I'm in a relationship and I'm, you say the word conscious. I would say no. You say the word sacred relationship, conscious relationship, loving relationship, supportive relationship, nourishing relationship, um, where I can be true in myself and I've removed the masks and I can just be real and, I, and it feels like it's helping me further and further along my soul journey, like it's supporting my, my, my potentials, right? It, and again, this is taking radical honesty. And so it's so okay. It's just unconditionally loving ourselves. It's so okay, there's no judgment around what we find when we start to do some of this stuff. And so you just, um, you just feel and you go, okay, how does that feel with my community? What is my community? Does, does that, is that how that feels with my close friendships? Is that how that feels with my family? Is that how that feels with my partnership, my intimate relationship? Like how does, how does all of this feel? And we, wise, wise elder, because wise elder doesn't care. Wise elder is happy to light you up. Wise elder is happy to truth bomb you. Like, happy, right? My wise old woman, she's like, Sabrina Lynn, are you kidding yourself? That man is not for you, right? Like, she doesn't care that she takes out her cane and whacks me over the head until I get it. So let that wise elder in you, let that wise elder talk. Let it, let, let him, her, they talk. Then let them talk. Let them talk. Okay, so those are uh, those are two. And then the third is right. If it's like, wow, the relationship just—it's not—it's not serving. Second is it's just really true to be on my own. It's just really true. This is exactly where I'm meant to be. It's exactly where I'm meant to be. Now here's a tricky part in here. Sometimes our little heart, little like false heart, little heart human heart, right? Like the little heart versus soul heart, wisdom heart. Let's call it wisdom heart. Sometimes that can get really loud. But the wisdom, the wisdom, the wise, 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 wise elder in you knows like, I know your little heart wants a relationship and you love watching rom-coms and you love dreaming about Mr. Right, Mrs. Right. You love it, you just love it, love it, love it, love it, but you need to be alone right now. And so just like have these conversations, feel, and part of conscious relationship, we'll talk about this as we move on in this conversation, um, like what defines conscious relationship or signs of conscious relationship. One of them is knowing thyself. Like one of them, the more I know myself, the more you know, let's say I'm getting in a relationship with a man. <clears throat> the more he knows who he is, the deeper this relationship is gonna be. Know thyself. This is, of course, it's a spiritual truth. Of course, if it's into mystical madness, right? Of course it does. But it also, like, just feel. You come into a relationship, maybe it's a friendship, Maybe it's a partnership, an intimate relationship, and it is a person who they know who they are. I mean, of course, we're always exploring more and more and more and uncovering more and more and more of ourselves, right? That's part of the human journey and it's beautiful, but they're at a certain level where they, one, know who they are today. Two, two, so we're gonna go through a couple points here. One, they know who they are, know thyself. Two, they have a dedication to continue 
to know themselves. They have a dedication to it. They know that they don't know everything, right? They know, this is, these are keys to conscious relationship. They know that they don't know everything. You know that you don't know everything. I walk into a relationship very curious about myself, right? I walk through every day very curious about myself because who I was today is not who I am. Wait, who I was today, who I was yesterday is not who I am today. And that's not who I'm gonna be tomorrow, right? That's, and those, I mean, if you're here, chances are you're on a pretty rapid growth journey. Whether you call it personal development or spiritual awakening or whatever, but chances are you and I wouldn't be hanging out in conversations if you weren't on an evolutionary journey. So these are two things, really, really key. And, and feel how that feels. Just like allow yourself to feel into, you meet a person, friend, intimate person, whatever, you meet a person and they've got this like, they, they really can stand in their own. Um, I like to talk about um, our center point, our center point, like in this know thyself, it's center point. And this is really good, powerful practice in relationship. You could do this anytime you feel off center, you feel like, for those of us who are really empathic and really sensitive, which I think is a lot of you as well, right? We can easily be, we're like a young tree <laughs> in the wind, but deep roots. So be young tree in the wind, be sensitive, be empathic, feel everything, sense into everything, right? When it's healthy, you know, like don't, don't, don't do the martyrdom shit. Don't, don't like, work on that that's really fucking important is to work on all of that stuff where it's like self-sacrifice weird old past life patterns like must sacrifice myself for a relationship right like what what that's a wound let's fix that right that brings us to healthy relationships and it's actually you're gifting others more when we're deeper in our truth but feel into i can be totally empathic totally sensitive right i can be a young tree in the wind Right? Because I get to take in so much more. I get to feel life, live life, sense life. This is the feminine, and this is waking up in all of us. Right? It's waking up in all of us. We're all becoming more sensitive. We're all feeling more. We are literally stepping into the interconnectedness of the all of everything. And we're not just cognizing it. That's not something to cognize. This is a spiritual awakening that the whole of the fucking planet's going through. The whole of the fucking planet's going through. We're watching it happen in COVID. COVID brought it up. Oh, fuck, we are all interconnected. Hmm, shit. Huh. Okay, closing borders doesn't really stop the interconnectedness of the all of everything, right? Right? We're watching the financial world, the internet, all of these things. It's really, you're watching as this consciousness, this awareness of the interconnectedness of the all of everything arises, which for me, that's like, one way of talking about it would be talking about the feminine side of God, the feminine side of the divine. Um, it's, um, hold on, let me feel. Sorry, I get really, uh, something just grabs me and I wanna feel into that because there might be something here that I can share with us in this like mystical madness conversation that we're having. Um, to me, the feminine is rising and we're talking about it, but what's happening also is it's literally we're starting to embody it and we're freaking the fuck out. We're freaking the fuck out. And we're going, oh my God, relationships don't work. Oh my God, I can't be this sensitive in the world. Oh my God, I must go to the hermitage and live on the hill because I'm taking in too much. I sense too much. I see too much. I feel too much. I too much, too much, too much, too much, too much. That's the feminine. That's, that's, that's what happens. And get this, we're becoming conscious. We're becoming more conscious to life to the divine in life the divine in this plant right we're, we're becoming more conscious that's and we're freaking out i mean it's like causing all sorts of wild things and one thing is this relationship piece because who loves relationship like if you were going to choose who has a who has more focus on relationship is it divine masculine or divine feminine If you pick divine masculine, we're going to have to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation for a really long time, right? Divine masculine, that is literally going out into the infinite all of nothingness and piecing the fuck out, which is beautiful. I love the divine masculine as much as I love the divine feminine. Do not get me wrong. 
they are two sides of the same coin for me and they both have different gifts for me. But what's happening is we suddenly are getting relationships rocked, rocked, because we're embodying more and more of the divine feminine, just in our world, just in our, we're feeling more, we're sensing more, we are aware of more. Not in a way of we are aware of more out there, out there, right? Divine masculine, it's not embodied per se. It's, it's, see, now I'm starting to get messed up because that's a whole other conversation where you totally can embody the divine masculine. And I don't want us to think, oh my God, divine masculine is disembodied. It's, you know, like Buddha just saying like, leave, leave all of this chaos and messiness behind. It's not, you can literally channel in divine masculine through your body, embody it and bring that right out into the world. But here's the wild thing. I don't think we get to do that without the divine feminine rising up to give us, to give us the body to be able to do it. People are like, oh, divine masculine, divine masculine, divine masculine. Let's, um, let's move out of toxic masculine and let's move into, you know, more evolved expressions of divine masculine. Okay, yeah, you're gonna need the feminine, right? If we want to express evolved masculine into the world, into the world, which I, we're doing it, I'm watching it, but we need the vessel that is the feminine. We need the, the body, the heart, right? The womb of the world. We birth things into the world through the womb. This is mystical madness. I told you this conversation was not going to make sense to brains. How the fuck, Sabrina, does this relate to conscious relationship? Well, to me, right? Like conscious relationship, like how conscious do we want to get? That's my question. Like I want conscious relationship or do you just want the fairy tale unicorn, all is bliss all of the time relationship and you're just slapping the title conscious relationship onto it, which is fair enough, right? That's fucking cool. That's why we watch rom-coms and we watch all these like magical, mystical love stories and it always ends at the wedding, right? We never get to see. So for me, <laughs> And what I would love to share with you is we have a new way of being in relationship, literally grounding it into our bodies, grounding it into our sexuality, grounding it into the way that we talk to each other, the way that we care for each other, the way that we create families, the way that we create communities. We have this opportunity and this fucking potential to do something amazingly conscious with relationships amazingly heart-centered, love-filled, soul-aligned with relationships. Amazing. However, we literally have to let all of the past go. We, we have to, we have to do the know thyself work. We have to be really open to what's here now. Who is this person now? Who am I becoming now? We have to be willing to do the shadow work. Right? We have to be willing to go in and go, holy fuck, I'm acting like my mom. This is that same thing that I did as a little child to do this thing, right? We have to really, we, we, we've got to do masculine and feminine work, right? I don't care what kind of a relationship. It could be friend relationship. It could be feminine and feminine relationship, right? Sister wound, brother wound. We've got to really get good with the masculine, really get good with the feminine, right? We've got to really honor, own, um, work with, love through where we fear the other one. And I promise you, if you go deep enough, I promise you, if you go deep enough into the feminine, the raw essence of feminine energy, you will hit a place of that shit scares me. That crazy bitch scares me because that is ungrounded, that is not logical, is not rational, it moves a lot, it changes a lot, it's fucking wild. That shit is crazy chaos, right? That is scary. That is scary. On the flip side, if you go far enough and deep enough into the masculine, raw essence of the masculine, raw, and we're all made of this, I'm not at all talking gender here, at all. I love that we are mucking up the gender stuff because we are all made of all of it. Right? And so 
if we do the flip side and we go deep enough into the masculine, we will hit fear. We will hit fear. We will hit where we fear. We fear the, let me just feel for a second. We fear, like how I just gave you the feminine. Uh, let me try to, it's really hard to shift gears. Uh, let me see if I can give you some words for the masculine. Um, we hit fear of being dominated. We hit fear of being controlled. We hit fear of um, being overpowered. We hit fear of our own power. We hit fear of desire. We hit fear of wanting to fuck everything. We hit fear of wanting to destroy things. We hit fear of wanting to fight just for the fucking sake of fighting because we've got a whole lot of fucking energy and we don't know what to do with it. We hit those places. We're talking raw essence of feminine. We also got to talk raw essence of masculine. And I'm not talking toxic at all, but moving through these places detoxifies it in our systems. When we hit the places of, oh my God, I'm actually like really pissed off at the masculine. I'm actually really scared of the masculine. I'm actually like, I have a lot of grief around the masculine or the feminine, vice versa, right? We are detoxifying it. So we all talk toxic masculine like it's outside of ourselves. Oh, the toxic masculine. Oh, the toxic feminine. Like it's outside of ourselves. What? That's unconscious. That's projecting, right? And we're talking conscious relationship. Can you see what this requires? But can you see what's on offer, right? It's, it's demanding as fuck. It requires us to get really real with ourselves. It, it demands us to go deep and go, whoa, I'm fucking terrified of the feminine. I'm fucking terrified of my own feminine. I feel like if I open up to my own feminine, I hear this all the time in women's workshops, women's retreats, women's circles, right? All the time. I, if I open up to this much feminine, I'm gonna be too much. It's gonna be too much. I'm gonna cry forever and it will never stop. I'm gonna rage forever. It's gonna be too much. I'm gonna feel too much. I'm gonna be too much out in the world. It's scary, it's scary, right? Masculine, same thing. Same thing, just different words. Same thing, just different words, right? Far out. I am crazy excited for what we can do. I am crazy. We are, I was listening to, I love Carolyn Mace, by the way. Love, love her. Um, sometimes I think she's off. <laughs> Again, there's a radically honest conversation. Sometimes I think she's off the mark. Um, and I think when it comes to, uh, but here, this is what I'm trying to say. But when it comes to her, reading the collective, I think she's an absolute genius. You know when you can see people shine in their genius and you're like, yeah, that's your blueprint. That's your genius. I always watch this woman shine in this genius where she just reads the collective and she will say, this is the evolution that's taking place in the collective. Here's how it's manifesting, right? It's genius. I just, I love it. And the, the truth resonance in my being and the deepest parts of my being just goes off the charts. So I hear her speak the other day and she goes, I feel like we're at this place in humanity in the evolution of humanity where we're finding a new balance point between the masculine and the feminine where we're, but, but the masculine is really trying to hold on to power, like the old patriarchal stuff. And I'm not talking men. Remember, this is not gender at all. This is just masculine energy. And the old masculine is just trying to hold on to power in any way, in like any way that he can. You just like that collective energy. This is not aimed at anyone in particular at all. The collective energy just like clinging, holding on, like I will keep some of my power. Cause there's a shift happening. There's a shift happening. Um, and she doesn't talk too much more about it, but when she was speaking, I was like, this is what we get to pioneer and we get to do it together. Like we get to do it in relationship. Part of, to me, conscious relationship, part of it to me is literally you're in this relationship and part of what it is that you hold together is just bringing more and more consciousness to each other, more and more consciousness, more and more consciousness, right? Again, not fairy tale delusion, fanciful relationship, conscious relationship, that's the gift. I did this video the other day on triggers and I was like, what do you do when you're triggered? Celebrate the fuck out of it, right? That's part of the gift of relationship is thank God. 
Thank God that someone is that close to you and can see where you can't see yourself. They can see, and that to me, conscious relationship is when two beings can do that with love and with compassion and with little judgment and with little pain, like I'm gonna hold you, but I'm gonna be truthful. Part of my gift to you in a conscious relationship is to bring more consciousness to the parts that you're not conscious of. Like I can tell you, I can see our partners are oracles. When we have this kind of a relationship or friends are the people in our lives, like the women I work with in rewilding, they are fucking oracles. They are oracles, right? Staff. Uh, I think he's on the YouTube live. I'm not sure if he's still there. By the way, it's his birthday today. So Stav's the guy that I always talk about. Whenever you hear me talk about relationships, sacred sexuality, the man that I've journeyed, the man who's kind of responsible for rewilding for women, um, but was there to support the whole of this. I don't know, babe, if you're there, if you want to leave a comment, but who knows? He might, he might just be like, oh, and fiery with me. But one of the gifts is this, this truth bombing with love. And like, I see more in you than what you're expressing right now. I see that you are so much more. I see that you can't see that it's your five-year-old playing out this ridiculous victim pattern, Sabrina, right? <laughs> There's Stab, fire up. <laughs> I love you, babe. Um, <clears throat> so feeling into that as part of conscious relationship, it's not comfortable. Again, this is not fairy tale fanciful. It's literally someone who is like your biggest cheerleader, but not a cheerleader that's always there to just make you feel good, right? Like Stav, a lot of times he's not making me feel good, right? Cause it's, it's, but it's my little self that's not feeling good. It's my little false self that's not feeling good. My soul self is dancing like a crazy person, right? My, cause he'll, he'll light it up, right? with like a truth sword, just whoosh, here, here's where you're unconscious. Let me bring more consciousness. Let me bring more love, right? Here's where you've shut your heart. Here's where you've closed down. Here's where I've seen you disconnect from God. Here's where I've seen you lose your balance point. Here's where I see you're not stepping into your full potential, right? Here's where I see it. Here's where I see it. Here's where I see it. That doesn't feel great. It doesn't fucking feel great. But when it's done from a place of love, like just love, like, Babe, I love you and, and I love you that much that I'm going to bring more and more consciousness to our relationship. I'm going to bring more and more consciousness. That's how much I love you. I will. I love you so much that I will stand in your little like penguin flap like, oh my God, fuck, <laughs> stare or whatever, you know, whatever happens to us when we kind of get called out, when we get, you know, when someone points out our shadow. When they point out what's unconscious, when they point out when we're not fulfilling a potential, right? And we're like, then we get all squirmy. We're like, oh, 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 oh. but another part of the gift is when you're like, <laughs> they wrap you in love. They, they celebrate you like they're your soul's cheerleader, not your little egoical self cheerleader. I don't need a fucking egoical self cheerleader. The whole world is cheerleading for everyone's egos. I don't, we don't need more of that. We need conscious relationships. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> By the way, uh, rewilding your relationships, that program that I know a lot of you are doing, and we're gonna go to questions in a second, but that program, if, um, if the team, you guys could leave links, that program's opens till today. It ends tonight, like we take it down, closes. There's $100 off right now because it's the introductory. Stav was there, Stav lives in Australia. I live in the States right now. I'm sure that'll shift and change and who the heck knows what's coming, but uh, Stav was there for it. Like he was here in the States when that got created. It was inspired by my relationship with Stav, all of the work that I've done around masculine and feminine, all the spaces that I've held around this conversation. And it's also to me, this program, so for those of you doing it, right, it's about like finding your truth around relationship, finding I like, I like these words, your blueprint, like your authentic and just feel into that. Even if you're not doing the program, like just feel into it and go, okay, my authentic relationship blueprint. Like imagine if I were to live that, if I were to live my authentic relationship blueprint in my friendships, in my intimate relationship, 
in my family relationships. I was going to live my authentic relationship blueprint. I was going to take off the masks. I was going to take off the, I should do this. Um, I've been told I should do that. I'm going to shed all of the family stuff, all of the childhood stuff. I'm going to shed all of this stuff, right? And I'm going to really open up to true, deep, what is my heart, my wisdom heart yearning? What is it longing for? And then I'm going to create that either in my current relationships with new relationships, I'm going to manifest, I'm going to create, I'm going to step into that, but I'm going to do it from a deep inner alchemical place first and then let that ripple out into my life, right? Deep inner change so that it's not like surface level lasts for a fucking week, right? That's like, this is going to sound terrible. That's like Tony Robbins shit. Right? Like, hoo-rah-rah. And I'm not saying he's a bad dude. I think he's inspired a shit ton of people. I think it's great. It's fucking beautiful. It's not very deep, though. I mean, how many of us have gone to, like, a personal development thing? We feel good for a week, right? Because they've lifted you up, like, jazzed you up with so much juice. You feel good for a week, but you haven't made the internal wiring shift. It'll never fucking last. It'll never last. But that's what this journey is. It's, it's a four-week journey. Eight modules deep into your inner wiring to get to that blueprint, that authentic, deep blueprint within. Okay. Wow. Um, again, that program closes tonight. So it's the 31st. It's Steph's birthday. <laughs> um, I picked that for fun, that it would be on his birthday, that the program would close. Um, okay. So questions. So for those of you who um, are journeying into that program, also, for those of you who are here on the live and you're like, oh, fuck questions. I hate questions. Um, by the way, those of you who do have questions, like put three question marks and leave your comment. Malia is capturing all of them. So start thinking and start like firing your questions. Stab no questions from you because I am sure it's going to be something smart ass that blows me up. No, <laughs> I'm happy uh, for any questions from anyone. So just put three question marks at the start and then write out your question. Malia will grab them and pop them over here. But here's what I wanted to say. I hate Q and A's. I fucking hate them. I hate them. Like how many times have I sat through a Q and A and then someone leaves a question and it's a question that's like so, so specific to like their situation, their scenario. And then I'm sitting there listening for like an hour, things that aren't even relevant to me. So for me, when I do Q and A, it's really this, okay, here's a cool inspired thread that's a question that's sitting in the collective. Typically, it's not just for that person. It's sitting in the collective. Here's the thread. Let me feel into who's here, either live or on the replay, and let me feel into what I can share that most serves, not what is totally specific to this exact situation. Of course, it's to serve that situation, but it's also to serve the whole of our space, right? To serve the whole of our space. Um, so that's, that's my aim in Q&As because I hated them. Um, but I think our Q&As are, are kind of cool. At least we get really good feedback that some people say like, whoa, Q&As are the best part of this whole thing, Sabrina. Like, could you just do Q&As all the time? Because this is amazing. Um, who knows? We'll see. I'm not, I'm not promising anything. But if anyone has con uh, questions um, <clears throat> on uh, conscious relationship, on rewilding your relationships, the program or that kind of work or like what we're doing, how we're doing it. Or maybe you're on like workshop three or four, maybe you're on week two already. Some of you are on week three, um, in rewilding your relationship. So like anything, uh, now's your chance. Now you got me live. I'm right here. Like ask the question. Don't sit on questions and go like, well, I should have, I should have asked the question, but I didn't just fire them at us. Right. Malia's capturing them. When you see me look over here, <laughs> Not ignoring y'all. I'm just reading the questions that Malia is sending over to me. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cassia, this is so good. Um, there's three questions in one. Um, let's see. How do you detach with love and release possessiveness and jealousy? Then the next question, I'll just read all these and we'll see what kind of answer comes. Um, how the fuck do you handle living on the other side of the world from your lover? <laughs> how do you let go, comma, stay in that relationship? Okay, let me just feel 
into kind of what serves. Let's talk about this um, possessiveness, jealousiness. For me, we all have our own little beautiful karmas to grow through in relationship. That's part of conscious relationship. It's part of evolutionary relationship or relationship evolution. It's part of the evolution of our hearts. It's part of the evolution of how we connect to each other. For me, we've all come in with a certain set of challenges that we get to work through or a certain set of, um, yeah, like attachments or, or things that we cling to. Like I cling to freedom. Like I cling, and that, like that answers question number two, right? I, cl I cling to freedom. Now I have what would be a karma around freedom. Like I need so much freedom, but there's a shadow side to that. Again, it's that walk in the tightrope that I talked about at the start. It's so much freedom, but it's like neurotic. It's like shadowy freedom. It can turn into shadowy neurotic freedom. And then I'm not actually on the tightrope of truth, not on the tightrope of truth, right? There's, so it's finding like this karma that I came in with, which is need for lots of freedom, right? Finding like walking that tightrope of this is what serves the highest good of the all of everything, which includes me. This is what serves the highest good of the all of everything. That's what we're always going for. So you, you talk about patterns of possessiveness or jealousy, right? That's kind of like opposite of freedom, right? I want, I want to own, I want to possess, right? I want to possess you. I want to own you, right? That, that feeling and to just go, okay, there is a gift to it, but there's also a shadow neuroses to it and finding and working through, right? Working through it to find like, where is that tightrope line? What are the, the, the karmic attachments that we really came in this life to release, to evolve beyond, to out, out, outgrow, such a weird word. Let's just say to, to work with, to work beyond. But know that there's also a gift in all of them, right? Like there's a, like Stab, I'll just talk really candidly about Stab and I. Stab would love to own me would love it, right? Would love, like nothing more than to like possess me, own me, she's mine, everybody else stay away, right? And so the gift of our conscious relationship is that he gets to call out my BS around excess freedom that doesn't serve, and I get to call out his BS around excess possessiveness ownership that doesn't serve. So there's nothing, again, remember, this is mystical madness. It's mystical madness. We're talking high level shit, right? It's not black and white, it's high level shit. There is nothing that's wrong. None of these traits are wrong, none. When we express them through a divine high purity of the expression, right? When it's coming through my wisdom self, when I express freedom through my wisdom self, it is a fucking gift to the all of everything. When Stav expresses possessiveness through his wisdom self, it is a fucking gift to the all of everything. Can you feel that? Like, can you, like, that's the mystical truth. We're talking conscious relationship, right? Mystical madness. We're fucking going for it. Like, we're talking way up here where it's not either or, it's all of everything. And so really feeling into that and going, wow, none of my traits are wrong. This is a very powerful practice, by the way. None of what I have in me is bad for a relationship. Let me say that one more time. None of my traits or what I have in me is bad for a relationship. Right? None. What I express, when I can express it from this high level, from this high level, where it's in the highest good of the all of everything. And that's not martyrdom. That is not outside of yourself. It is in the highest good of the all of everything, including you. But it's not your little self. It's not ego self. It's not the ego self that wants to stay safe. My ego self that wants to stay safe goes excess freedom. Because to me, that's where I stay safe, excess freedom. Staff's little ego self, right, wants to stay safe, little ego self, Safe is possessive ownership. I can control shit. That's safe for me, right? But to not express it from little ego self, to express it from high wise self. Remember the wise self we worked with earlier. Express it from there. 
Every trait and characteristic is fucking beautiful when we're coming from why so. And it's legit a gift to the all of everything, including you, your person, everyone around you, the whole world. Kind of cool, yeah? <laughs> Conscious relationship. We're just doing that. Okay, uh, let me see uh, another question. Oh, I love this. Um, how do we learn to love ourselves enough to be able to choose the right partner? My ego's in the way and there, and there are real love offers, yet I feel I want more. Okay, um, let's just go with this first part. How do we learn to love ourselves enough to be able to choose the right partner? Uh, we choose the wrong partner <laughs> as we're growing to love ourselves more and then we choose better, we make better and better choices as we grow, <laughs> right? That's a shitty answer, but it's a true answer, right? So there's also this thing, right? We're mystical madness, so let me just remind us like we're way up here. We are really dense. Like our wiring, I'm 43, right? I've got some really old wiring, like 43 years of really patterned shit. And we're just dense as human beings. We're physical, right? Like we're, we're dense. And we somehow have this belief like one practice, one workshop, one 30-day cleanse, and we're just going to shift things like this. And I'm so not saying, um, so whoever asked this question, I'm not saying that that's it at all. Again, I'm kind of talking to us as a whole group here um, to kind of serve the space. But if we can go, it's not the destination, it's the fucking journey. Again, very easy to say, very hard to actually live it. But that's a mystical truth. There is nowhere to get to. There is nowhere to get to. In my relationship with staff, there is nowhere to get to. There is no winning the game. We will never win the game. There is no end in sight. There is no, there's nowhere to get to. And so it's the same thing with how do I choose the right partner? You may always choose the wrong partner. Or you may be choosing the right partner every time because that's the right partner for who you are right now. Right? I told you this is not going to be good on the brain. This is going to suck. It's going to suck on the brain. Um, so let me bring some other words to this just so we can kind of like <laughs> maybe do. This is going to sound terrible. I'm going to share something kind of funny and I'll go back into this. Maybe we all just need a brief pause. So the rewilding team has this very fun uh, way of describing this like moving all around and like having conversations from different angles and, and trying to get in different doorways. And this is what they call it. It's just really weird and it brings up all sorts of like really insane visuals in my head. But the team calls it backdoor bandit. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like all of a sudden your brain is just like, okay, do I need a strap on for that? Stav's like puckering up and he's like, oh my God, what? No, no I'm just, sorry, babe. Sorry, babe. <laughs> um, no, so, so backdoor bandit, but like finding these different doorways in because the brain will just go like, ah, what? Like, no, Sabrina, I asked you a simple fucking question. I asked you a simple question. How do I love myself enough to be able to choose the right partner? How, how do I do that? Right? Well, the answer is never simple. It's a simple answer because that's what the brain comes up with, right? But what if we just do the best that we can with what we've got until we can choose differently? We do the best we can with what we've got until we choose differently. We do the best we can with what we've got until we choose differently. Like Stav and I, we have gone through 35,000 iterations of our relationships, of our relationship. It's been shit. It's been more shit. It's been even shittier shit shit. It's been fucking amazing. It's been deep diving. It's been horrible. It's been shadow work. It's been a death. Then it's been a birth. Then it's been a divorce, it's been a marriage, it's been a whatever, what, whatever, right? But whatever form and the same thing, like if we're single or if we're, you know, choosing these relationships and not loving self, and I'll talk more about self-love practices in a second, because that's also very warranted here. But these, sometimes these choosing the seemingly not right person is the perfect person because it's so fucking painful. It gets us to do the shit that we need to do so that we love our fucking selves. Right? Right? Like 
who are we in our little ego minds or our little logical brain to determine what is the right relationship for us? I just moved into a house that I don't love, that I don't feel good in. I don't, I don't feel good in it. Was it perfect? Yeah. Does it suck? Yeah. Do I have to figure out how to sell a house I just bought a month ago? Yeah, kind of do. Or I got to figure something out. It's, it's kind of shitty, but it has brought up things in me that I would have never seen. I've gotten to do internal shifts and step into things and own things in ways I've never would have. Never, ever, ever, ever would have. So when I go into my little logical brain, I go, oh my God, I picked badly. I really fucked up. I really messed up badly. But when I go into my soul self, my soul self is like, la, 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 delivered on a silver platter, sunshine, because you would have never evolved in this way. You would have never done this work. Going back to this question, you would have never loved yourself. You would have never put the time in, the effort in. You would have never gone seeking for the teachers, the programs, the spaces, the da 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 You would have not done the meditations on self-love. You would have not done the whatever it is that you're called to do. You wouldn't have done it had this not happened. So what if all of it's always perfect? Mystical madness. We're in mystical madness. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. But it doesn't mean that we have to stay somewhere though. Like, like I'm here. It's gifted me. It doesn't mean I have to stay. It doesn't mean I have to stay. Same with relationship. It doesn't mean you have to stay at all. So then we make the best choice that we can, right? The deepest, truest choice that we can from that place. Instead of like spending extra time and beating the crap out of myself or picking badly or whatever it is, you know, I accept it. I accept it. And self-love, self-love, oh man. I mean, that's like 35,000 podcast conversations we could do on self-love. And there's so much stuff out there around self-love. And all I can say around that really is fucking feel what you're called to do around self-love. Self-love, the most powerful practices for me will look wildly different than for you than for the person next to you. Like self-love to me might be like dancing, just like dancing wildly and freely. That might be what really brings me to the next level of self-love. Rewilding your relationships, that program, that might be what brings someone to the next level of self-love because it's like, no, I need a guided journey. I need a guided shamanic tantric journey taking me deep inside to do some shadow work so I can come into a great relationship with myself. Right? So maybe it's rewilding your relationships for someone. And so wise person, I'll, I'll end on this. Any questions you've got. So I know that there's other questions that have come in. I know that, you know, you might be sitting in questions, sit in the question, sit in the question until you get the answer, but sit in the question with the wise elder and self. So anything that's risen up for you, you know, like anything like you're questioning this relationship or thinking about this or, you know, whatever is going on for you. Just lean into that wise elder inside. Lean into that wise elder inside and just go, okay, where do I move from here? Where do I move from here? Okay, if I was gonna self-love, what would I do? If I was gonna improve my relationship to myself, what would I do? What would I do? Oh, if I was gonna really see this relationship objectively and ask, is it the end? Does it need a new iteration? Does it need a shift in this relationship? Because I know that question's on our minds all the damn time, right? All the damn time. Is it the end? Is it the beginning? Do I go deeper? Do I not go deeper? Blah, 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 whatever. That's all of this thing, right? Ask why self. Why self? Like, guide me, lead me. I'll share this practice with you. Here, we'll end on this practice. I love this practice. It's a practice I do with staff. It's a practice I've done in extraordinarily heated, insane moments. Babe, by the way, I love that you're on this live. You should come on lives more often. Um, so let's say here, our personalities, Stav and I, there was first time I did this, we were in an extreme power struggle, like extreme power struggle. We had just facilitated the first, I think it was the first, maybe not the first, but it was a men and women's rewilding workshop in Australia. So it was rewilding for men and women. We were really working on sacred union. 
and working with all the different sacred masculine, sacred feminine archetypal energies. And so we facilitate this for the week. And you can imagine a lot happens when you're in that space holding these enormous energies and archetypes and all of this healing and all of the, you know, whatever is getting released in the room. And so Stav and I, like, we get to the end of this and we're like, oh, we're in the car, we're driving home and it's a love fest for us. But there's also like whatever was sitting in the unconscious between the two of us, there's no time or space for it because we're serving, right? Like we're holding space, we're serving, we're serving the room. And now it's like trap door opens and everything that's bubbled up or anything that's bubbled up between the two of us, it's now like whoosh coming out. And so we're in the car driving home and we get into this like, I don't know, just like power struggle. By the way, we work with power in rewilding your relationships. It's one of my favorite explorations is power, is really working with power, uh, coming into right relationship with power, uh, reorganizing power structures. It's beautiful. But anyways, we're in a power struggle, Stab and I. And it's like ego to ego, um, just like we, and we can't get anywhere. He's ready to drop me off and call someone to come pick me up and take me home because he's fucking pissed, right? And so I'm like, I'm in the car and I'm like, okay, okay. Oh, let me see, what can I do here? Let me come up to my higher self because acting from here, this is not working. And so this is a really cool practice to do is come I go, this is how I do it. I go just above my head. I go into my soul self, right? So it's not ego self or personality self to stab personality self. I go up to my soul. Like I just go up my central channel and I go right up here. This is, this is where I tap into this space for this practice, right? I'm not saying soul is here. Soul is all over the fucking place, but this is just for this practice. So I go up here. I tap in and I just really let myself, give myself a couple of moments, and you can do this with me if you want. Um, you just feel into, okay, my soul self, my soul self, my soul self, my soul self. And then I, once I feel like I'm residing in my soul self, my higher self, you can call it higher self, high self, spirit, those words might work for you, whatever works for you to, to really go here. And so I'm in my high soul self, and I let my high soul self have a conversation with Stav's high soul self, right? My high soul self to Stav's high soul self. I, I do not like permeate him or penetrate him. I am not doing like witchy voodoo bullshit. We are not doing that. That is not what's going on here, right? It's very loving, very respectful, and it's literally my high soul self. And I just ask, like, does Stav's high soul self wanna have a conversation up here with my high soul self? Right? And I just let it happen. If it happens, if it doesn't happen, I don't push, I don't do anything. I just really, really trust. But it's high soul self to high soul self. And then you sit back and you just let, like you let your spirit dance, make love to, talk to their spirit. Like the spirit of you to the spirit of them. It's just love. It's just love. It's just beauty. It's just grace. It's just goodness, right? And so we're in like intense, like he's ready to drop me off, right? We're in intense power struggle here on this realm. But up here, all I hear is like, or see or somehow get the intuition. I don't know exactly how it came to me. It doesn't matter. But I somehow get the intuition of like, I just like snuggle into his arm because he's driving. Some just snuggle into his arm. <sighs> My stubborn self was like, the fuck if I'm giving in, right? That's my little self. That's my ego self. It's just like, I'm not, I don't want to give in. Okay, well, you don't have to. You could keep on in the power struggle, but here's the answer. I don't know. Do you want conscious sacred relationship or do you want like human power play where you need to be right, Sabrina? Do you choose to be right? Which I wasn't even right anyways. No one was fucking right. Or do you choose love? I don't know. So, you know, a little of this happening inside and like a few seconds later, Maybe a good 30 seconds later, it took a little while. I like snuggle into his arm and I'm all hesitant, like, is this gonna work? Like, this is like a raging bull who wants to throw me out of the car. And I'm like, nah, snuggling in, all lovey-dovey, right? And so I just like lovey-dovey into his arm and he fucking melts, right? He just melts. 
the like hard armor, you know, warrior. Because when Staff gets defensive, he turns into a fucking killer. Not a killer like that. He's not abusive or anything like that. But it's just, that's a masculine defense mechanism. And we, many of us have it where it's just like, like just, wah, right? Like you're like a wounded animal in the corner who's just ready to lash out and kill anything or anyone that fucks with you, right? And so all of that just melts. And he's like, oh, babe, let's go to dinner. <laughs> that's legit how that went. This is legit how that went. Like, and then we had the most beautiful dinner. Like, it just melds it into just pure love, whatever power play shit. Like, we wouldn't have worked it out from this place, but we loved it out from this place. And it was nothing. It was nothing. Nothing. We've never had that again. So we've facilitated after that. Never have we had that again. Never. Never. You just go up, call in the grace, let whatever happened here, high soul self to high soul self, and you're just like, all right wow amazing conversation it's been awesome to be here with you all love the instagram live by the way youtube you know we all hang out um on occasion we were just together last weekend i think so love these lives love what you all brought can i just say like from my heart to your heart like thank you just fucking thank you you all create this Right? I would never even put together rewilding your relationships without you all and your comments of like, Sabrina, relationship. We need something on relationship. It's you all, it's you guys. Like really and truly, like without you, whatever. I'm just like a talking head in the corner of my living room, you know, hanging out with myself and I don't have anyone to create cool shit for or to like bring good mystical madness to. So really and truly, I'm so fucking grateful. Like, I'm just grateful that we get to be together in these ways. Um, and maybe we get to journey together. If it feels right for you, you've got until the end of today to jump into that program. Um, yeah, and who knows? Who, who knows when I will see you next or where I will see you next. But just a lot of love to y'all. Just a lot of love to you all. All right, I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you. <laughs>